Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success? This is Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 335. Uh, appreciate you being on this journey with me. This is just... The journey that I like sharing uh, with you guys, uh, I know that uh, there are faithful listeners that have been listening to me for many, many years. Uh, a personal thank you uh, to you. I really do appreciate uh, your listenership, if I can call it that. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this journey. Obviously, I'm assuming you've journeyed it, enjoyed it if you're still listening. Um, so I wanted to uh, just you know, have a conversation uh, with you guys today. And I I did a series, I did actually my couple episodes ago, uh, actually, I think it was two episodes ago, I talked about uh, being a man. And uh, I talked about being a godly man and how that first step is where that you start to understand uh, your identity in Christ. And secondly, you start to take responsibility for yourself, um, which will lead to, obviously, you taking responsibility for others. And, you know, and then I, and then the next episode, I, I did my personal testimony of me receiving uh, Christ as my Lord and Savior. And, and then I did, uh, with that, also included um, you know, being how I, I, I really how I um, became uh, baptized in the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. So I just I shared that episode with you guys. This this episode. Um, so I was I just tell you what kind of sparked this episode, and it kind of helps me to kind of dovetail into things. But this is, you know, really kind of the, in the same line or same vein, and also talking about freedom. So I want to, I, w- I was sitting in a, my, I'm, I'm actually attending uh, on Friday mornings a men's uh, Bible study that happens at our, um, at our private Christian school, actually our um, head of school. Uh, he actually leads uh, this Bible study, which is fantastic. Uh, just bless uh, Dr. Taylor. A great man of God, but the thing that I he shared a story, and I I want to share the story with you because the the story really kind of sparks this whole entire thing of freedom, and again your identity, because you know I don't believe you can really become the full godly man or the full person unless you really have a true understanding of who you are in Christ and your identity and what that identity gives you. Um, I was reading in um, a book this morning, and that book uh, is is entitled uh, 
Million Dollar Habits by uh, Brian Tracy. Uh, Brian Tracy, and in that book, he he talks about you know this whole thing of self concept and uh, understanding your self worth and your um, you know your self esteem and you know being able to really kind of um, you know really hone in on that, saying you know hey I, I kind of like myself or you know I'm I'm somebody worthy of of these types of things. And so there's got to be freedom in this, guys. There's got to be freedom in your relationship with Christ. And one of the things that I know for me, uh, I'm just talking from my personal experience and um, just an observation that I continue to make. But so as I grew up, you know, I, I mentioned to you guys that I grew up in a Baptist church. And as I was growing up in that Baptist church, you know, uh, I learned that, you know, hey, I needed Jesus. I needed to get saved. I needed to uh, uh, be saved and, you know, so I don't go to hell. Um, I also learned, you know, that, you know, I was a sinner. Um, and the only way to, you know, get help me was not me trying to be a good person. It uh, wasn't tr- me trying to live a, a, a good moral life. The only way for me to actually become, you know, who I needed to become was obviously through the saving, uh, saving power of Jesus and his blood on the cross for that, which I am extremely, extremely grateful for, uh, very grateful for. But what I, what I, I didn't know this during that time that I was actually going to church is that the majority, and this is just true with everything, you know, whatever you're allowing into your ear gate and your eye gate for the majority of, you know, things you, you really become, you know, that's, that's just, just kind of becomes your world and your perspective and your, you know, I've heard a wise man say your perspective is your reality. Well, my perspective, uh, was, you know, I was a sinner saved by grace and for the majority of my, you know, I guess after I got saved and, you know, uh, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, all the way up until I was probably even 24 years old, you know, I heard that message that I'm a sinner saved by grace, that I'm a sinner saved by grace and that, that I, I need a savior and that, you know, I, I can't do anything because you know, I've got a wicked heart and I've got a evil heart. And this, this was the, the thing that was taught and that I couldn't trust my, my own heart. I couldn't trust who I was because I, I'm a sinner. Remember I I'm, I'm a sinner. And I, as I, I didn't realize that I was moving away from that thought process, but it, it did happen kind of as a result of me, you know, stop going to, um, that type of church. Okay. Uh, I just have to call that out that, you know, as I stopped, you know, attending, you know, the different churches that I was attending all the way up until you can go back and listen to my test testimony. But as soon as I stopped going to that type of church, all of a sudden I, I stopped, 
hearing that message. And when I stopped hearing that message, I stopped becoming, I stopped what I call becoming very sin conscious. And where that, you know, my whole entire world revolved around me not doing something wrong or realizing that I was, you know, a sinful man and that I needed, I, I needed a savior, which is all true. Yet, yet, there is more to the story than that. And that's where this kind of, uh, this whole entire example or this, you know, um, story kind of comes in because Paul, Paul, I'm in, I'm part of my readings right now. I'm in Galatians and in that reading, I'm, he's talking about in, in chapter five about how that, you know, if you're so focused on the law and you, you know, you, you know, become uh, circumcised, then you have to uphold the whole entire law and you, you can't get away from that. And, and, you know, you're condemned by the law and but that's not where, you know, Christ came from. I mean, came to, uh, came to set us free from the law. The law was our, um, I guess our babysitter, if you want to call it that, um, or our, um, you know, our overseer during that, uh, our overseer during that time to at least allow us to know that we were, we were sinners, that we were, we, we, we could do no right unto ourselves and that we had to have someone, um, to liberate us from this bondage that we constantly were condemned, condemned for who we were and what we, what we did. And in that, in that passage right there that, you know, he, he starts talking about how that we are, uh, we're free and we're, we're also, um, we are to walk in uh, line with the spirit. And he even lists in there the things of the flesh that, um, that, you know, can happen and that, you know, if you chase after, you know, the things of this world and even have more of a, um, a focus on the, the law that you are going to wind up actually, you know, potentially, you know, exposing yourself to these, these different things, or at least not expo I mean, it, whatever, what I'm, what I'm getting at <laughs> is there's freedom that if you walk in line with the spirit, if you walk in step with the spirit, then the evidence, the root of what you will experience is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, uh, self-control, all these fruits of the spirit that he lists out in actually Galatians chapter five. And these are fruits. These are things that are actually produced by the root of what you have grounded in and where you have yourself grounded in is in the spirit and Holy spirit. And so my, my mindset has shifted from being so focused on 
that I'm a sinner because that's not my identity. I go back to what I was talking about at the very beginning of all this. <clears throat> that's not my identity anymore. I'm no longer a sinner. I was, but because I have Christ, the hope of glory living inside of me, I have a new heart. I am a kid of the king. I am a saint. I am a I've been sealed by the Holy Spirit to give me freedom from the uh, sinful life when I sit there and I focus on the spirit and focus on this uh, life because I and I'll just tell you the story that you know kind of sparked this in me so you know uh, Dr. Taylor, he was in there talking about a young man that he was, you know, he's trying to work with and kind of counsel and kind of work through a, a kind of a tough patch in his life. He, he's, I don't know how old he is. He might be 14 or 15 years old. And, you know, he's just, he's constantly just been getting in trouble, getting in trouble. And um, Dr. Taylor just kind of starts to ask him some questions about, you know, hey, you know, uh, we'll call we'll call the young man um, John. I have no idea what his name is, but we we'll call him John. So, you know, Dr. Taylor's like, hey, John, tell me, tell me, you know, first off, you know, are you a Christian? You know, have you been, you know, have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And the young man said, yeah, absolutely. I received him whenever I was a young, young man. Uh, I believe I was, he said he was in elementary school whenever he became a Christian. So I said, okay, good. We got that. We got that down. Good. Check the box. Good. All right. So you have Christ inside of you. Good. And the young man says, yeah, and I, and I know that I'm a Christian and I know I should be doing better. I, I, I know I'm, I, I'm, I'm a sinner. I, I, I know that I, I need to change my character. I need to, I need to be better and do better. I need to just do better, you know, with my character and make better choices and, you know, do better, uh, with my actions that I, I take, you know, because that I just know I need to do these things. And Dr. Taylor says, I, Hey, I, I get that. I get that. But let's talk about, let's talk about when was the last time. And this is interesting. What Dr. Taylor did, what I thought was very interesting about this. Dr. Taylor said, you know, John, tell me, tell me the last time that you and Jesus were just like, you were really living for him when you were um, your relationship with with Jesus was you know kind of red hot that you were actually excited about Jesus and you were excited about you know who he was and, and what he had done for you tell me about that and so John began to you know kind of reminisce about whenever he was in middle school how that he actually was you know on fire for the Lord and how that you know he just loved Jesus and he was uh, just all about Jesus. It was all, he said it was early in middle school, uh, that this all started taking place. And he said, and Dr. Taylor said, and then tell me, John, about your conduct then. Tell me what your conduct was like. He said, well, I, I hardly ever got in trouble. I, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was so fixated on, uh, Jesus and who he was and, you know, what he'd done for me that, you know, I was just excited about him and I, I was all about that. And Dr. Taylor says, 
that, John, is the thing that you can focus on. That right there is where you've got to be. Not based upon, you know, you sitting there trying to, you know, do better. It's really about being in a right relationship, being, um, you know, tight with Jesus. And, you know, for me, that's honestly, guys, that's, that's been the, that's been one of the big freedoms that I know that I've experienced as a, as a born again, uh, believer that I don't need to sit there and try to fix myself. I don't, I don't need to sit there and try to do better, uh, because I'm going to, I, I know for me personally, I'm going to probably fail miserably in my own efforts of doing that. You know, the way that I can do this is actually me, me becoming red hot and staying red hot for my zeal for the Lord and pursuing that relationship with the Lord and not sitting there trying to focus on, you know, okay, hey, I, I, I don't, I don't need to, you know, look at that girl that way, or, hey, I don't need to, um, you know, I, I don't need to, hey, you know, I know this is a tough spot for me, and I, I could kind of fudge a little bit on, on these numbers, or I could, you know, um, you know, get by by not telling the whole entire truth, right? No, that's, that's not even kind of a, um, a thought with me, because guess what? I, I, Jesus, I mean, it says in the, uh, Ezekiel, it says in the, the book of Job, Joel, excuse me, that God is going to put a new heart inside of me. And he is going to come and dwell inside of me. Therefore, because he's going to come and dwell and live inside of me, then if I focus on him and I focus on the word and, you know, focus on what Jesus has done and what, um, what, what I have in Christ and my identity in Christ that I, I've been saved. I I'm redeemed. I, I am no longer, you know, this sinful man anymore. I, I don't even identify with that. I, I don't even need to say that I am. I am a new creation in Christ. And because of that, I can live free. You know, I was, I was, I was telling that story to, to my oldest uh, boy in the car today, uh, the other day. And because he, you know, he, he was struggling with some stuff and, you know, he was talking about how, yeah, dad, I, I, I see do better. I, 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 just the same, same thing. We all do it, guys. We get so focused on, you know, trying to do better. All right. Instead of just saying, you know, look, I'm going to focus on my relationship with the Lord. Instead of my act, my conduct and everything like that, me focusing on my relationship with the Lord and allowing that to be the thing that's going to change me is what, and I explained that to Tyler. And because I explained that to Tyler, you know, you could kind of sense with him that 
there was a little bit of this burden that was kind of being lifted off his shoulders that, you know, he didn't have to be perfect, okay? Um, that he didn't have to try to always measure up, that he could focus on his relationship with the Lord and let that be the focal point, and that will change him. And how do we do that, guys? A great, great question. I know that you're, I know I belabored that, but how do we do that? How do we actually, and it becomes very, 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 very simple. We get in his word. We're in his word. We start meditating his word. We start, you know, uh, reading these accounts uh, from these great men and women of God who were not perfect at all. But guess what? They loved the Lord. I mean, I, I, the first one that pops in my mind right now is David. You know, King David was, you know, n- he was far from perfect, far from perfect. But his zeal, his fervor for the Lord really did um, cause him to be more head over heels with the Lord. Here's another thing that you can do. Have praise and worship music going on all the time and, and sit there and actually praise and worship the Lord as much as you can. You know, in my house, you know, I just left my house a little bit ago and I, on my Google device, I left some praise and worship music playing in my house so that when I do come back uh, to the house and come in the house, the first thing I hear inside my house is praise and worship music playing. You know, here's another thing. Get around other people get around other people or listen to audios or podcasts of believers or men and women of God that tell you that you are the righteous of God, that tell you that, you know, you're, you're not condemned anymore, that you're actually the head and not the tail. People that tell you that you're not, I mean, because I I'm around, I mean, the reason why I say all this is because, I, again, I, I, I happen to be sometimes around individuals that still talk about, you know, you know, I'm a sinner. I, I know I'm a sinner. I, I'm, 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 I'm fouled up. I'm messed up. And I need Jesus. And that, that's a great statement. It's a great statement, but it's only partially true. It should be, yeah, I know in my own flesh I, I'm not perfect. But you know what? Because of the finished works of Jesus, I have been made perfect. And I am, and this is the statement you've got to start making about yourself. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Because if you start believing and start to identify with that, freedom comes. Because you have been made right. You are in right standings. Nothing can take take that away from you. Not not uh, past sin, present sin, future sin, anything that you do that screws up, nothing can change that. Nothing. That's a foundational truth right there, that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and there's freedom in that. There's no condemnation. So, kingdom success. I just want to share that with you guys. I hope that helps. There's freedom, and you need to identify with that as a man of God, because and a woman of God, too, if you're listening as a female. And guess what? I promise you that it will change your life. It will radically change your life. And you know what? You'll live 
a, the, you'll live a good life. I promise you, because you won't be walking around as, oh, woe is me, I screwed up, I'm a sinner, you know, I did it again, and you know, oops, I did it. I don't know why I've seen sing that song. <laughs> but guys, know that you're free. Know that you're free. Walk in step with the Spirit. Let that be your focus. All right. Gang, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and gang will catch you on the other side.